Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dads on the Rocks podcast. I'm your host, Freddie Moss. Thank you again for tuning in. Uh, this is the second episode ever for the Dads on the Rocks Dads on the Rocks podcast. Still getting my feet wet, still learning. Um, I had a lot, a lot of fun doing the first one, and honestly, I couldn't wait another month to do another episode. So what I decided to do was do a secondary episode, do it uh, mid-month. Uh, what I'm planning on doing is doing it, I think, the se- second Saturday of every month. It'll be a shorter show, not going to have guests any- or anything, not going to have segments or mailbag or anything like that. But more so, it'll be me talking about something. Maybe it'll be like a movie or TV show review. Uh, maybe something that I did recently that I thought you might like or something that I got to do that I haven't done in a while. Just me talking about something. So, And I think I have a name for this show, for the secondary show, the shorter one. It's going to be Dad's Day Off. But like with every podcast, I promise this is what I'm going to do for every single show. I'm going to start with what I'm drinking. Today is a Coastal Sunshine Fruited Sour from Humble Forager. It has got pink dragon fruit, passion fruit, and soursop. Honestly, no idea what soursop is, but this drink is killer. Uh, it kind of reminds me of Dragon Fruit Passion Fruit from Jay Wakefield Brewing in uh, Wynwood. Shout out to Emily and Mike for supplying this beer to me. I don't really get down to Wynwood very often to visit a couple of my breweries or the Beer Depot. So thank you very much for, to Emily and Mike for getting me this. Uh, honestly, one of my favorites. Super good. So cheers. So anyway, today what I would like to do is talk about the Mortal Kombat movie that came out on HBO Max and in theaters recently. It's got a lot of mixed reviews, but I thought I'd weigh in. By the time you guys hear this, it'll already have been out for a couple weeks. Hopefully you'd have gotten a chance to see it. So spoilers, if you haven't already seen it, go check it out first. The movie itself is getting a lot of mixed reviews. A lot of people are saying that it's got no plot, that the acting was kind of shit, but it was really good as far as gore and violence and all that stuff and, and the fighting style. And I kind of feel the same way about it. The plot was kind of weak. The acting was okay here and there. But the violence and gore and the fighting specifically were awesome. They were on point. And if another movie comes out, I want to watch it if it's going to be the same. From what I hear, this is supposed to be either a trilogy or four movies to come out uh, in this series. If this is the first one, maybe it's just kind of setting things up. To be fair, a movie has to stand alone on its own, whether it's one of a trilogy or, or not. A movie has to stand on its own two legs. I'm okay with the fact that there's not a whole hell of a lot of plot there. It's a movie that's based on a fighting video game, a violent fighting video game. Sure, there's backstory with within the game, but it's not anything that's super prevalent, so I can forgive him for that. A lot of people were criticizing the fact that they introduced a new person as the main character, whereas they could have just had somebody else that's already existent in the universe be at the front. But they've done that in the past, and in the games they always add new characters anyway, so this is kind of on par with that, adding new characters to each iteration of of the series, so that that I don't really care about. The the main character's power that he acquired, I don't remember what it's called, but uh, I thought it was a little weak. It was was kind of uh, Black Panther-y, where uh, I, I guess it absorbs hits and stuff, and then he repurposes that into extra strength. I don't know. It wasn't really explained that well, and I didn't really get it. I like that they had everybody have their powers that were like in the game, like Kano's eye, Sonya's rings around her arms that are like sonic waves or whatever they are. Shang Sun I thought could have been a little bit more intimidating. I do like the actor. He, uh, he's he been in a couple of the things. The first thing I recognized him from was uh, The Dark Knight. But I guess that that's fine because eventually I'm sure they'll they'll introduce Shao Kahn and then he's going to be the most intimidating one, I, I, I guess. I, I'm pretty sure that's where they're going to go with it. I am looking forward to the next uh, movie or movies. 
they kind of alluded to Johnny Cage is going to be in the next one. I don't know if they have that cast already or if they've announced it or anything. A lot of people are wanting Ryan Reynolds for it. I do not want Ryan Reynolds for it. I love Ryan Reynolds and he's an amazing actor. He's hilarious. I've, I've followed him for a long time. But to be fair, he's kind of getting up there in years and Johnny Cage is supposed to be a younger actor. So I would say absolutely somebody like Ryan Reynolds that's got the charisma, the humor part of it, but not Ryan Reynolds. He's He's got other things on his plate. He doesn't need this as well. The absolute best part of the entire movie for me, Kano. He was hilarious. Every single thing that he said, uh, whether it was the delivery or the lines itself, were fantastic. I know a lot of people were kind of pissed that they had a lot of people die off in the first movie. Goro for one, but I, I understand it kind of had to show uh, the main character. It's funny, I don't even know the main character's name, but it was... Uh, it kind of made sense to have him show his strength to be able to kill Goro, and that's fine. I mean, in future games, they're going to have Motaro, I'm sure. I did like that they had a couple little Easter eggs thrown in there, one of which they, they name-dropped Bo Rai Cho, who was the master of both Kung Lao and Liu Kang. When Jax uh, goes to fight Sub-Zero in, in the early part of the movie, he's in a warehouse, and there's a like a down-left, or what is it, down-right... BA or something like that that's graffitied on the wall and that was how you did Sub-Zero's uh, ice throw or freeze move in, in the game so I thought that was pretty neat. There's a few others I didn't, I'm sure I didn't catch all of them but there was a lot of really cool things and I'm excited to see where they go from here. The movie overall was fine. It's exactly what I wanted it to be. Cool fighting movie with lots of blood and gore just like the video game. My biggest gripe was that when Jax was fighting big guy, I don't, I don't remember what his name is, the guy with the axe he was fighting him in the one stage where if you get uppercut, uh, you fall down to the spikes, and they didn't do that. I was kind of bummed about that. I, I thought that was a clear thing to do. But maybe it would have been too much fan service. I don't know. But they still did Jack's Fatality, which was which was pretty neat. I loved Kung Lao's uh, flawless victory thing because he didn't get hit by the harpy flying girl, whatever her name was. And flawless victory, obviously, is when you beat your opponent without taking any damage, and that, that happened, too. That's why he said it, which was, was cute. But his, uh, his finisher with the spinning hat, when he cuts her in half, that was awesome. I love that. Another gripe I had was that you get to see Scorpion in the beginning and Sub-Zero before he's Sub-Zero in the beginning. And then you don't see him fighting until the end, which is fine. It builds it up and it focuses on the other characters. That's cool. I, I just wanted to see a little bit more Scorpion, a little bit more uh, of the two of them fighting. I love that they put Cabal in there. I, I didn't think that they would ever have done Cabal, so I thought that was awesome. I just loved him as a character in Mortal Kombat 3 for some reason. He's, he stuck with me. I, I really like that I got to see him on the big screen. And it's pretty cool. The guy that voiced Cabal was done by the guy that plays Charlie Manson in both Mindhunter and in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I didn't catch that, but I noticed that after the fact. That was pretty neat. Going forward, I would love to see uh, Smoke come in. I would love to see Noob Cybot. I have a feeling we'll get to see Stryker come in. He's he's a pretty obvious choice to, to come as, as far as like military and stuff. Shiva... Maybe she could also replace Goro. Shao Kahn, obviously. Motaro, that'd be cool. Johnny Cage is obviously going to be in it. I'd like to see Stryker. Uh, I'd like to see Katana. They did have her fans in Raiden's Temple. I thought that was that was another little detail. But overall, the movie was it was okay. It was exactly what I wanted. It was gory. The fighting scenes were cool. That's that's it. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see where they go from here. So I'll, and when the next one comes out, I'll, I'll definitely check it out. Especially if it comes to HBO Max and I don't have to go to the theater. <laughs> 
and that pretty much wraps it up uh there's not a whole hell of a lot more to say but thank you all for listening to my not so much review but my take on the mortal kombat movie if you haven't already please go to our facebook page dads on the rocks and like and follow our page so you can stay up to date on all the stuff i put out content every single day i'm working on getting a youtube channel a twitter account i by the time this comes out i may already have that stuff out as of right now i'm working on more platforms to have the podcast out on but for now you can catch the show on spotify podbean Amazon podcasts and I'm working on getting on both the Google podcast and the Apple podcast so and if you want to write into our mailbag it's dads on the rocks podcast at gmail.com I'd love to hear what you think of that about both our main show and our secondary show so thank you very much for listening I'll see you next time cheers good night daddy good night baby